Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The Whiskey Mistress. And it's a show. She knows about whiskey and stuff. Hi, this you is Debbie Showcare on Believe in the Whiskey Mistress on the Believe. Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? It's time for the Whiskey News with Debbie Showcare. There's this really, really cool news item. Uh, it's a couple of weeks old now, and I, I wanted to share it with you because I had not heard of this before. I don't know why, but it's fascinating. And the headline says, For Sale. Shipwrecked whiskey that spent decades underwater. Winning bitter, take note, it is not safe to drink. Yeah, that's their disclaimer. Uh, It seems that in February 1941, a British cargo ship called the SS Politician (laughs) was grounded and wrecked on a submerged sandbar off the coast of Eriske, one of the, um, I'm sure with the proper accentuation, it sounds beautiful. Uh, but it's one of the, the islands in Scotland's Outer Hebrides. And what they had on board, they had trade goods. They had they had cotton, they had biscuits, which means cookies. And on the way, they would be stopping and delivering things to customers in Jamaica and New Orleans. But what they also had on board was, wait for it, 264,000 bottles of whiskey. There was so much whiskey on board that um, after there, there was this initial rush to from all the people who lived locally to try to rescue what they could from the ship, of course, mostly the whiskey, um, that even like a half a century later, people were still recovering bottles. And they even blew up the ship's hull. And they sank it, trying to discourage more looting. But it kept washing up on local beaches, and it was brought up by divers. So at press time, when they released this, the bottle that was dragged up in 1987 by a a professional diver named George Curry, it was going for almost $8,000. And again, the auction house warned that the bottle is not suitable for human consumption. Well, of course, they have to say that, because who knows what got into it, what soaked in through the cork. But I just thought that was fascinating. And the thing about it, the SS politician, when it ran ashore, it was um, it was wartime. It was it was wartime and there was rationing in effect and resources were really scarce. So you can imagine when this ship ran aground, shipwrecked, how excited the locals were to just descend upon it and retrieve as many bottles as they could. Uh, it says it says in the article um, that some men even wore their wives' clothing as they scavenged so as not to stain their own with a telltale spilled fuel. And others reportedly traveled from as far away as the Isle of Lewis, over 100 miles to the north, to get in on the action. And let's see, what else does it say here? Uh... It says, less enthused were British authorities who not only lost a vessel, but also the revenues and taxes from the cargo on board. They sent officers into local villages trying to locate some of the missing goods, and some people were penalized. Um, it It was made into a story called Whiskey Galore, which was also made into a movie, a popular movie in 1949 and again in 2016. And I don't know why I haven't seen that. I plan on seeing it and then telling you all about it. 
Uh, the bottle currently on sale is a unique piece of history, or at the very least, a unique piece of spirits history, because every scotch drinker must know about whiskey galore. This, the whiskey was just one aspect of the legacy of the boat, the SS politician. For years following the wreck, there were reports of water-damaged banknotes, 10-shilling Jamaican bills that were held in the same area of cargo as the whiskey, and they kept turning up ashore. And some 290,000 of these notes were on board before the wreck. And that would be worth more than $9 million today. It's just such a fascinating story. Look it up if you get a chance. Um, there's a lot of whiskey news this week. So um, let's see. Let's move on to the next, the next item. Yep, here we go. Uh, according to Food and Wine magazine, um, online magazine, of course, because uh, very few of us actually have real tangible magazines, although I have an awful lot of National Geographics I still enjoy. Um, I've gotten behind. This is, has nothing to do with whiskey. I got behind on reading them, so I stopped my subscription until I get caught up, but I love National Geographic. Anyway, uh, Yamazaki, 55-year-old whiskey, smashes the record for the priciest Japanese whiskey. So anybody who's paid attention to the world of whiskey, you know the auction market's been going nuts, nutso bonkers. And uh, let's see, whoops, go away. Sorry, I'm looking at my phone. Um, the Let's see, the most expensive bottle recently breaking the $1 million mark in 2018. And this past October, almost almost two million was paid it's just amazing what collectors are willing to pay now Japanese whiskey is back with a eye-popping record that could signal an unprecedented run un unprecedented run on the spirit they're at Bonham's fine and rare wine and whiskey sale in Hong Kong a single 700 milliliter bottle, probably 750, but they say 700 milliliter bottle, sold for a new record price of $795,000. And that just completely blew away the previous record for Japanese whiskey of uh, $475,000. The, the bottle was a, a bottle of Yamazaki 55-year-old single malt, and it was only released this past June during a limited edition 100 bottle run. So um, there must be like 99 other bottle owners who are watching this, watching this and going to hang on to those bottles and treat them very, very carefully. It's, it's a stunning price. It's a stunning price. And it, it says that, um, it, it, not the, the article that says, but, but what this says about Japanese whiskey, if you have had any doubts at all, let me assure you, the Japanese whiskey is outstanding. Overall, I mean, it's like any other product, any other whiskey. You've got some that are better than others and some that are not so good. But I think you would really enjoy some Japanese whiskey. So get some, try it, and tell me what you think because I want to know. Don't forget, drop me a line at believeinthewhiskeymistress at gmail.com. So a lot of things have been happening since we last talked. Um, first of all, I got a new microphone. I don't know if you can tell the difference. I can tell the difference. And then I dropped said new microphone. And if just in case you're wondering, don't drop your mic 
because uh, despite all that mic drop stuff that was such a popular meme uh, as of late, late recently, it breaks your microphone and it doesn't work again. And if you can get it to work, believe me, the sound quality is not the same. It was very tinny. So I had to get a new, new microphone, which I'm very happy with. Uh, I also got uh, a new computer, which I'm extremely happy with. And strangely, though, I'm not using my new computer for the podcast because um, I'm familiar with this particular um, software editing program that I use for the podcast. And so I guess I'll keep using the old one, but I've got a new microphone. Yay. And also I've been recording audiobooks, um, narrating audiobooks, and that's been quite a kick. That's been a lot of fun. But some exciting things surrounding whiskey are coming up. The fine ladies up at Freelance Spirits in Portland, Oregon have sent me a couple of samples. And I'm very excited. Freelance Spirits is one of the very, very few, and I'm talking worldwide, fewer than 1% of distilleries are owned and operated by women. Um, it, it's one of the very, very few. It's, it's owned and operated by some lovely, lovely ladies. And they sent me two samples of, of their, I don't know what it is actually. I'm presuming it's their gin and their bourbon. Um, I haven't opened the box yet, and what I'm going to do is, as I mentioned a few few episodes ago, I'm going to ramp up my YouTube channel again and do some unboxing and live tasting there, and then I'll bring it over here to the podcast and we'll talk about it here as well, but I'm very excited for that. And secondly, last time we were here, do you remember me talking about the sheep dung whiskey? Well... The wonderful man at uh, Bell Grove Distilleries in Tasmania, Peter Bignall, he contacted me and he's going to try to get some of that amazing sheep dung whiskey to me. And I'll again, I will address it on my YouTube channel. I'll do an unboxing and a live tasting and then I'll bring it over here to the podcast and we'll we'll talk about the reality of it. I am so excited for these these new uh, these new tastings. And also, thirdly, that's a word, right? It is, yeah. Thirdly, there's a very, very nice man by the name of Tim Kovac, and he's he's just he's a delight. He contacted me. He's the one who who uh, who did all those wonderful things you remember, not your dad's root beer, um, all those wonderful flavored products that were so delicious and so uh, in advance of the flavored the flavored sodas that we have now. I mean, he was way ahead of his time. He was he was right there at the forefront of that. Well, he has since split with the company that it was was doing he was doing that with those flavored uh, malt beverages and he's got his own spirits company. It's called Spirit Water and he contacted me. He's doing some incredibly creative things and again, I know I get so excited about the craft distillers, but he is doing some of the absolute most creative and imaginative things um, that I've seen in a long time. And he said he's going to send me some products as well. I want to taste them again. We'll start off at the YouTube channel, um, doing an unboxing live tasting, and then we'll bring it over here to the podcast and I will give you uh, a good long episode. I've, I've got... I've got, I'll have a whiskey story on Freelance Spirits, I'll have another full episode about the sheep dung whiskey when that comes, and I'll do a full one uh, on Spirit Water, which is uh, run by, by Tim Kovac. And uh, I have to tell you, if you go and you look at, that's, that's not good to do, right in front of my microphone, that wasn't, that wasn't bright, sorry. I gesticulate a lot while I'm talking. Um, 
So where was I? Oh, yes. If you go to, first of all, if you go to, um, going back to Freeland, if you go to freelandspirit.com and take a look at all the products that they offer and the different ways you can get it, I highly recommend it. It's, it's a fascinating, uh, fascinating website. But also go to Spirit Water. Um, Tim, I don't like saying, um, I'm sorry. Tim Novak, uh, Tim Kovac, he his his website Spirit Water. Get familiar right now with the products because even though at the moment he can't sell them online, he's working on getting all his ducks in a row there so that he can, and so that if you're familiar with it, then by the time he's ready to do that, you'll be ready to buy it, and I guarantee it'll be worth your while. Anyway, that's. That's what's going on with me, and I'm very, very excited. Seems like there was one other thing I was going to tell you. Hmm. I don't know. I know this is a whole lot of babble, um, but uh, yeah, I can't think of it. And if I do, I'll just tack it on next time. And don't forget to send me a message with any of your questions or comments, or if you have to correct me on anything, because I sure don't mind that. I'd love to hear from you. That's Believe in the Whiskey Mistress at gmail.com believe b-l-e-a-v in the whiskey with an e mistress at gmail.com thanks for listening join me next week on believe in the whiskey mistress right here on the believe podcast network the whiskey Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.